Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Our romance is over. Nothing good lasts. Your alley blowjobs are a thing of the past. I got a promotion. It was time to do me. Get myself off to see another country. We were hooking up and feeling good. But I needed to go. You were everything, everything I avoided. Then we hit it off, hit it off, I enjoyed it. But all the memories supposed to be just between us. Now I know that you resent me so much for our happy ending. Ow. Oh, you won't get more happy endings. Oh, 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 oh. You'll never understand me. <laughs> Parents just don't get it. Ooh. You guys think people out there can hear us? Oh, I sure hope sure they, can. they can. Welcome we to the podcast. We're in a different recording room, and now I think a lot of people just heard us. Currently say. in the middle of a Whole Foods and <laughs> by the bananas. <laughs> I said, do you think they can hear we, us? <laughs> We had a sign that said, come watch us record live <laughs> in the veggie section. Oh, man. I started to get giggly halfway oh. through. I had to You know, it's not giggly. State. Avril Lavigne. Never. You guys, is Never Avril Lavigne still- all business and shows it with her tie. Is she still dating the guy from Nickelback? No, she was dating the guy from, not Smash Mouth. Nickelback. The brothers. No. Didn't, oh, she was married to him and they got divorced. The other brothers married Benj. to Nicole Richie. Oh and my. the other one is dating Cameron Diaz. You guys, this is But wasn't is she married fresh. to him originally? She was married to Chad something. Chad Kroger. Thank you. Did she ever date a guy, <laughs> one of those know. guys? No. The Madden brothers, right? The Madden brothers. Maybe. I think she may have. Okay. You should go to whodatedwho.com. Is that a real Stop. website? It is. I've gone on it multiple but times. But is she still, I think, I mean, the big, the relationship I recall is she and Nickelback because it was like, oh. Wow. <laughs> This is what this podcast is now. It's just diving deep into the early aughts. Married Chad Kroger till 2013 to 2015. Oh. Most recently in relationship with Philip Serofim, mm. Jarrah Rodham, Ryan Cabrera, oh, wow. Brody Whoa. Jenner for two years. Wow. What? Andrew oh, Levitas, Wilmer Valderrama, Jesse Colburn, Jim Blakely, <laughs> and Blake Thompson. So never a Madden. <laughs> no Maddens. Wow. A rumor started. Wow, hearing the name Wilmer Valderrama and Ryan Cabrera like squarely centers us in 2003. Oh, wow. There we this are. is the most 2003 thing we could talk <laughs> about right now. Well, guys, back to Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm Allie. <laughs> I'm Danny. <laughs> Lindsay. Danny just looked at Allie like he'd never heard us introduce ourselves. Probably, I've never met this person in my entire who life. Who is she? You know what I heard someone on a podcast do, and I was like, we've never done this, and go like, I'm your host, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. We've but like, I don't think it works because there's three of us. And I'm, I'm also your host. Your host. <laughs> and I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm also your host. And I'm also your host, Allie. 
And I am a host <laughs> from Westworld, Danny. <laughs> I'm a host at the Olive Garden. <laughs> okay, before we get into the blowdown, we have a couple things we want to announce and talk about. One really big important thing is the video we collectively received last week. Ugh. Danny, I feel like you should talk about it because we were benefactors of this video. It was created and sent by one of my dear family friends, Sabrina. So I got a text message from her that just said, love you guys with this video. And Ugh. I was in a meeting. And so I excused myself. <laughs> and then I called her and said, like, holy moly, how did this happen? And um, I think she bought us a cameo to get Chris to send in the video. So fun. So that was amazing. And so I was on the phone with her. And she said, oh, I wish I had told you to record yourself watching it, which is why I knew to do that to you guys. Yeah. And then when I returned to the meeting, everyone said, what was that all about? And I realized like I hadn't shut the door when I went and said like, oh my God, I can't believe, holy mo, you know. <laughs> so then I'd be like, oh, for my horny wizard podcast, I just got a video for a So um, anyway, so then I sent it to you guys. From the seventh like, what most the hell? memorable Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and liked for sure. Sorry, Chris. When we got that video, first of all, you said to video record ourselves. So we're in a coffee shop and I'm setting up photo booth on my laptop. I mean, we're in a coffee shop, but there's like a private room that has a door. So at least we were back there. Ali's blood curdling scream didn't happen in the midst. When he said the term Potterotica, it was so wonderful and exciting and nostalgic that I, it came from my soul. And his accent, he's like, like it was like so, and you're like, (gasps) (laughs) it was so, and he said our names. It was was lovely. We all got 50 points. Yeah, it was great. It was How are great. You spending Sabrina. Yours? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sabrina, thank you so much. Yeah, Chris, that was I lovely. know that you're listening now. Thank you so much. Danny, thanks for setting us up. Of course. With that. that was really fun. I told Chris that he asked for it. We DM'd with him just very briefly and told him that we were going to now do a Percy Weasley story, <laughs> that he asked for it. So now he gets to hear the Potterotica version of his wizarding experience. Yes. Yeah, so everyone has Sabrina to thank that in addition to this season, there will be a quickie with mm-hmm. Percy. Percy Demption. So (laughs) keeping the fun going. Yep. And then we have a bunch of fun things that we're going to play at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Two specifically. Two specifically. We have a parody of Usher's Burn. And that came from... Robin. Yes. Robin sent that in. And it's so good. And it's perfect (laughs) because it's in relation to the season. It's so good. She was DMing me and she was like... I think I'm going to record it. It feels like too much pressure to sing it over the voicemail. I was like, oh my gosh, of course. Oh yeah, everyone that, records it. Yeah, I yeah, feel and like then trying it. to sing it like live on voicemail would have been very hard. 18 voicemails from <laughs> uh, Cut that. Cut that, Suze. <laughs> Not that though. So that was great. And then the other one is from everyone's most beloved vocalist in <laughs> Potterotica slash Vangasm history. Uncle A, who is just fresh off of Australia's Got Talent, and he sent in an original song, and it's so wonderful to hear his voice again. He it's sounds great. like a friggin' angel, and he's playing the it's piano. Like a, yeah, so now we've got a cover and an original, and th- the original feels like from a musical, and Ben Platt is singing, you know, yes. or like that his character would sing, because it's all about, Ben yeah. Platt. Yeah, it's <laughs> Too Hairy from Draco's Point of View. Mm. It's a ballad. Get your tissues. Yes. For all reasons, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) For whatever you need it for. (laughs) And so, yeah, so stay tuned to listen to those. They're so great. Uncle A, Robin, thank you. And I think we can do the blowdown. Blow it down. Let's go to an alley. Get a blowdown. Let it burn. An alley blowdown this time. Back alley. That's what we should have called it the whole time. Back alley blowdowns. I feel like that would be your porn star name. Back alley. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Porn star. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) 
wait a minute. Hold on, Obedian. What am I doing at this branding agency? <laughs> You're meant for it's to be a, a cover. Star. Yeah. <laughs> so Hermione and Draco, we learn that following their kind of first dates keeps going, and they hook up on the couch, they hook up in the bed, they get some Mally blowjobs, mm-hmm. and they are about to go on another wonderful date, and she reveals that she has gotten a job opportunity across the pond. Yes. But meanwhile, it keeps going back to the present, and they're at the party. Yeah. And so then the way that this chapter last week ended was that she stormed out because Draco and Ron were fighting, and yeah. she was just sort of like— I don't need to do this. She basically told everyone off at the end because yeah. everyone was being immature and picking fights and airing her dirty laundry. So she and was having so, none of it. And I feel like the, it ended when Draco was like, and then before he could say anything, the door had slammed shut just like six months ago. And so I'm just so curious why she's also mad at him. You know what I mean? Like, what's the big misunderstanding? So I'm very excited to read about it. Find out more. Mm-hmm. Should we do it, guys? Let's do it. Six months, one day ago. Hermione? Draco cringed, seated in a corner booth of Madame Mystique's lounge, thoroughly Mm -hmm. convinced he might be in another dream, or rather a nightmare, because it involves the irritating voice of Harry Potter as he stepped up to the table, two martini glasses tucked into his hands, and a look of confusion shrouding his face. Well, if you didn't have dense Harry before, you have it now. (laughs) Harry! Hermione nearly jumped out of the booth, forgetting it wasn't a chair, but when her knees hit the table, she was forced to sit back down. Good thing, too, because Draco's hand, tucked precariously under (gasps) her skirt while it played with her slick folds, managed to slip a finger into her while she stilled once again. (gasps) Wow. relentless. There was a tablecloth covering the obvious, so there was another thing to be thankful for. Hey, Potter glanced between Hermione and her date, skeptical. Everything all right? Of course it is, sneered Draco, curling his finger inside of the brunette while simultaneously sipping from his glass of scotch with his free hand. He smirked against the glass as her legs clamped tight around his hand, perhaps in warning, but most likely in pleasure. Why wouldn't it be? I, look, I know you two work together. I just, the crease between Potter's eyebrows was nothing short of entertaining. This is a bit distasteful, isn't it? Could he figure out what was going on under the table by Hermione's face alone? Yes. (laughs) I mean, you and Ron just split up a month ago. (gasps) Harry, she said, once again squeezing Draco's hand with her legs to still his movements momentarily. Drake and I are just having drinks. Draco, he repeated the name, eyebrows forced together so they resemble a unibrow. You call him Draco now? It's called growing into adulthood powder. Draco smirked. You should try it sometime. Malfoy, kindly butt out. This doesn't concern you. Well, my Earth. finger is inside Hermione Granger right now, so it most certainly does. It's like, what are you doing under the table? Uh, yo-yoing. <laughs> wee, Vigorously. Wee. Also, like, I don't really think this concerns Harry. Right. A month later. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess it is their mortal enemy. They both need to eat food. Yeah. Okay. That caused a flare. Oh, sorry. I hope the sound of Allie getting her Wango card out <laughs> while you're reading does not disturb you. Mine is right in my car. I can't believe I never, I keep forgetting to bring it in. I'm competitive when it comes to Wango. You're like HJ. There were the wor- the letters H, H in that J. word and the J in that word. The Do H I get in it? Harry and the J yeah. in, can't think of anyone named J in the whole wizarding world. They're Jason. Just- <laughs> That's why I couldn't think of it. There we go. <laughs> He removed his fingers from Hermione's pulsing center, resting it instead on her thigh, possessive. Seeing as how the lady is here of her own accord, and I'm the one who asked her here, I think it quite concerns me. Now she's a lady to you? Potter's right eyebrow shot up. What about all the years you called her anything but? I'm a grown adult, Harry. I can make my own decisions. Hermione's voice spoke with confidence. Right now, that involves drinks with Draco. Mm. 
Potter looked between the two, sighed and muttered, whatever, Ginny's never going to believe this. <gasps> he stomped away from the table, irritated beyond reason. <gasps> he knocks over like the one rose in the vase. <laughs> Ginny's never going to believe this. <laughs> he blows out the candle on the <laughs> He slams down his martini glass just a little bit harder than he would have normally. <laughs> Draco took another pull of his scotch. Hermione brushed her dress down her knees, flushing magenta. She cleared her throat, took a sip from a wine glass, and stared down at the chocolate cake split between them. <laughs> We're just having uh, chocolate cake and drinks, Harry. And a finger bang. <laughs> you finger bang at a restaurant with an old enemy? Leave me alone. So your friends don't know about us. He gave a cold chuckle. Surprise, surprise. His chest tightened and the tips of his fingers grew cold. He oh, couldn't, hopefully not inside of her. I, he couldn't no, shake the feeling no. of a letdown. In my defense, that's the first time I've spoken to Harry face-to-face since before you and I began. Hermione folded her hands in front of her on the edge of the table, finally meeting his gaze. Are you cross? Should I be? He molded over, asking himself more than her. I'm not sure I have room to be. But then why was he? He wasn't much better, although he did tell Blaze. Of course, he lived with the sod, so it was damn near impossible to hide something like going out every weekend. So, gosh, you guys, they've just been, like, seeing each other a ton? Cute. And no one else. There's also, like, one bar in the entire Wizarding World. How has <laughs> no one seen them? Doesn't Hannah Abbott own it? Oh, right. <laughs> How is word not spread? <laughs> Hermione, I like you. Despite myself, I like you. Oh, thank you, she drawled sarcastically as she sipped her wine, a slight smile at the corner of her lips. I wasn't finished. He set his glass of scotch down at the table and took one of her hands, rubbing his thumb over her knuckles thoughtfully. <gasps> she loves knuckle play. <laughs> He wasn't sure how to word his feelings. He didn't want to share too much too soon, but he wanted to get a few things straight with her. Do you think his godfather taught him knuckle play? (sighs) For sure. Yeah, for sure. He needed her to know something. What we're doing, it means more to me than what I lead on. Define more, she raised a curious eyebrow, her eyes twinkling. Well, I'm not seeing other witches, he admitted sheepishly, covering it up with his aristocratic drawl. What luck, I'm not seeing other witches either, she smirked. He laughed. Good. So we're both not seeing other witches. I'd like to go on record saying I'm also not seeing any wizards as well. That makes. And we get it, but it doesn't matter even if you were. (laughs) 2003. (laughs) (laughs) That makes two of us. She leaned her chin in her hand and grinned. Drago's confidence soared like a dragon in flight, whizzing around their heads as he leaned in and kissed her chastely on the lips. And then again, more seductive. Guys, they're exclusive. Exclusive. Dinner and drinks once again turned into a pleasant makeout session. This time, canoodled inside the library of Malfoy Manor with Hermione's back pressed against a bookshelf of nonfiction biographies from the 18th century. Oh, so So, hot. you guys, this is before she said she's leaving, right? We've, like, gone yeah, yeah, yeah. farther back? Wait, did she maybe—was it before this little rendezvous, they were at her place, and she told him? I don't think he we're knows We're back yet. further. We're okay. back further, because okay. it said six months and one day ago or something Okay. Like that. You know why they decided to make out there? Why? The Doomy Decimal System. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Save that one? Just good. now. That one is uh, freshly cooled out of the oven. <laughs> Draco split the seam between her lips with his tongue, encouraging her mouth open as a hand caressed her sensational backside and pulled her ever so close to his tented trousers. His other hand braced the bookshelf for support as he leaned forward, pressing his torso against hers. It was a bit awkward because doing so pinned his hand between her luscious ass and the shelf, but it was worth it to hear the enticing whimper escape her lips as she drew back her face to search his eyes. This is a magnificent library, she said, before reaching back, grabbing the back of his hair and driving his face forward into a clash of lips, tongue, and teeth. The passion built up behind her as she snaked her hand free around his hips and rested it inside his back pocket, forced him to tense his body in order to keep from ripping off her dress there and then. Between a flurry of flustered kisses, Draco smirked and replied, Glad you like it. He caught her upper lip between his teeth and tugged slowly. If you think this is impressive, 
He freed his hand from between the bookshelf and hitched her leg up around his hip, pulling the skirting of her dress to her thigh. You should see my personal collection. Personal collection, Mm. said Hermione, in my bedroom. And by personal collection, I mean my big old D. (laughs) (laughs) You like my B's? You should see my D's. (laughs) Hermione giggled between kisses, running her fingers up and down the back of his neck. Draco Malfoy, are you trying to seduce me? Trying? I'm fairly sure I already have. He shot her a wink before rubbing his nose against hers. I don't want to rush you, though. He pauses m- movements momentarily, contemplating how to word his feelings. Does anyone have Eskimo kisses on their wingo board? Oh, wow. No? Uh, oh, no. Oh, man. Great. Yeah. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> um, by Eskimo kisses, do you mean anal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's like the dirty version of an Eskimo kiss and a butterfly kiss? Eskimo brothers? <laughs> yeah. Well, then. Do you know what that is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then Ron and Draco are Eskimo brothers. Brothers. Kiss brothers. Yes. Yeah. So far. Yes. So they're just Eskimo kiss brothers. <laughs> and, and you know, assuming girls, Ron ever Eskimo kissed Hermione, which doesn't seem. Two girls are igloo sisters. Oh yeah. Eskimo yes. brothers and igloo sisters. Oh, yes. I understand you have a lot on your mind at the moment. He searched your eyes, looking for any tell that she was actually considering leaving the country. Oh, okay. So they okay. do know. There had been a panic built up in him the entire night, and each moment felt as if it was slipping through his hands like sand in an hourglass. Any second with her could be his last. He didn't want this to end, not when he pined over the fantasy of her for so long. Now he had her in his sights, beneath his frame, and yet she still wasn't his. Not really. He didn't know what he would do if she took the promotion. Crumble? It felt like the biggest possibility. Even if we did go to your bedroom, she said, pausing as she thought it through. We don't have to take it further. No, he shook his head, delighted she would even consider it at all. Although, I'll still have to make a convincing case for it. His smirk paired with him moving her hand from his hips directly over a stiffened erection. She hitched a breath, raising a nearly impressed eyebrow. Pretty convincing. Isn't it? He chuckled, pushing himself off the bookshelf and thus away from her. He offered out his hand, gray eyes glistening in the candlelight. Is this the part where you asked me to come up and look at your extensive chocolate frog card collection? I've offered you books, woman. You want cards, too? <laughs> they laughed as he curled an arm around her and guided her out of the library with a pop of apparition. They landed at the top of a grand staircase of the East Wing. This way, he encouraged, backing away from her to loosen the top button of his shirt, all whilst grinning seductively. He beckoned her then with an offer of his hand, and she took it, eagerness etched in her eyes. Draco was quite sure this could be a dream from the compliance she gave him, but he was far too nervous to pinch himself and see. He wanted this to be real. The closer they were to his childhood bedroom, the more it solidified in his mind that this was real. Time, while it had blinked by in the library, crawled to a dazzlingly slow speed in the hallway until finally his hand reached for the door handle. That's when her hand squeezed in his and time sped back up, reminding him she could be gone tomorrow, never to return. He'd make sure she never wanted to leave him or Britain. The door creaked open and he snapped his fingers, lighting a few candles up near the mantle of his bed frame to illuminate the room. Ugh, sex magic. Does that count? I think so. What? Yeah, mood lighting magic. This is like when Draco has sex playlist, remember? Yeah, that's a sex spell. Is that a sex spell, you think? Mm, That's a mood spell. Oh, we have mood spells now. Well, wouldn't you think a sex spell has to do with like Like lubrication? Yeah, 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 I agree. Okay, okay. Right, because that could just be functional. It's dark. It's like a romance spell. It is. Yeah, got it. Hermione gasped when, at the same time, hundreds of twinkling faux stars began to glisten on the ceiling. Oh. That's very 90s. <laughs> Stick on stars. Did you guys have those? Yes. I did, too. Did you have those? Uh, I'm sure I did at some point. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. As is, as I would have those now. started flowing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had two lava lamps and a, one of those sparkle lamps in my room. Did you have, um, do you remember the things you'd hang in the door frame that were, like, beads? Oh, I had those, those too. Yeah, yeah did you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to list off everything I yeah. own from Spencer Gifts? It's like an Adelia's blow-up chair and like everything. I had one of those. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. 
When I was a child, he explained, leading her in and shutting the door behind her. I had an inflatable Delia's flag <laughs> horn. <laughs> I subscribed to Delia's catalog. I was fascinated with stars. Astronomy has always been a passion of mine. The corners of Hermione's lips tugged up as she stared evenly at the ceiling. Would your name being crafted after the star constellation have anything to do with that? He chuckled. Could be. Draco stepped up behind her. <laughs> What's happening? Was it so loud? No, I just looked <laughs> What are you doing? And Danny's going. <laughs> that was the longest yawn I've ever seen. I, got the, I, I felt you yawn. I got a small case of the yawns. I felt you lean and you go. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> I, got, I got a small case of the yawns. <laughs> Not you. You guys are doing great. Oh, <laughs> no, that made me laugh. <laughs> uh, Draco stepped behind her, breath ghosting the back of her neck while he slid a comfortable hand around her stomach and pulled her close. It's not as egotistical as it sounds. I highly doubt that, she mused, even as he leaned forward and began to trail soft kisses down the length of her neck. Draco ignored the quip, concentrating on lining her shoulders with the same affection he bestowed to her throat. A soft sigh was her reply to his ministrations, along with a few muffled gasps as she placed her hand over her mouth to stifle herself. He reached up, guided the hand down, and a bit possessively into the crook of her neck. No, no, Hermione, I want to be able to hear you. Mm. His hand and her stomach slid further down to the apex between her thighs, right over her pulsing warmth. Her head leaned back against his chest and her brown eyes caught his while he pet her in the most intimate of places. Can we talk? No. <laughs> oh, God. His hand stopped its movements and he dragged it up her stomach between her breasts and finally cupped her face. Those are the most daunting words you've ever spoken to me. He curled her around to face him and then led her to the edge of the bed. Have a seat. His voice wasn't demanding. It was very much a request. She did, and he sat down next to her, giving them just enough space to breathe. All right, I've officially creased, creased, <laughs> officially ceased my attempts to get into your knickers. Pray tell, what would you like to speak of? Though he had a feeling he already knew. I've decided, she inhaled deeply, closing her eyes. Draco stared inquisitively at the determination etched in her face, and his heart froze in his chest. I'm not going to take oh, the position. No. <gasps> Draco swore. Her song doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> Draco swore fireworks went off inside his chest. Truly, he sounded much like a boy given his first broomstick. Why not? Maybe there's more here for me than I thought. She leaned her face closer to his. Am I right? <gasps> okay, you guys. Mm. Would you rather, in Hermione's shoes, in her pants, would you rather Draco say, take it, or be excited that you didn't? I mean, I we would... don't even, he should say, take it. And be like, let's just be together. And when you, but like, sh yeah, that's what find I find out think. details and. But stay, is there any? She only stayed for six months. That's doable. Is there any sense where, you, if he's like, take it, that you're like, oh well, then maybe he doesn't love me as much. No, if he says take it, we'll find a way to make this work. Yeah, I want to be with you. I mean, it can't just be like take it. Like I'm a billionaire wizard, I'll find yeah. a way to visit you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or we have magic. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or I don't actually need to work because I'll come with rolling you. in dough. Yeah. Yeah. We need a Brinkus, guys. Yep. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep. But wait. If that's your no, morning alarm Brinkus clock, we're back, really sorry. Right? Yeah, Brinkus, like a break so goes forward. Oh, to, I forgot. Yeah, we're going ahead of time. Doot, 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 doot. The door <laughs> Your commitment to the Brinkus, though, makes me so happy every time. You're always like, <laughs> She takes the full Belly form break. of a Brinkus truck. <laughs> she fills herself up with gold, yeah. backs up. Like security, security. To be my uh, costume next year at your Halloween party. <laughs> a Brinkus. <laughs> The door swung open and Hermione flew back into the room, her frizzy curls standing on end, resembling a porcupine. She was shoeless, holding one of her heels in her hand like a weapon, ready to jam into someone's face. Her face was the color of her dress and her eyes were as big as saucers. 
In a daze, she set her purse back down on the table she'd plucked it from as Theo came through the doorway, grinning ear to ear while zipping up his fly. Get a good gander, Granger. If you ever want to have children, <laughs> Is that your not Theo voice. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Get a good gander, Granger. <laughs> I, like, I like had so much like swag. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. If you ever want to have children, not Hermione said, brandishing her shoe. You'll stay away from me. Blaze grinned. Back so soon? Shut up. She threw her shoes down to the floor and glanced at the clock. Thirty seconds left. Not wouldn't let me out of the hallway. I told you all you had to do was kiss the merchandise. Ew. Ew. Oh, You're dick. disgusting. As anyone asked me my truth or dare, came an irritated, high-pitched voice. All eyes turned on Daphne Greengrass, who <sighs> sat stark still, arms crossed, anger blaring out her eyes like sirens. Sorry, said Potter, but um, who are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> really, That's Potter? That's hairy. Wow. He's back. Really, Potter? Daphne Greengrass. We sat together in potions on multiple occasions. Uh, truth or dare, Daphne, asked Theo sincerely, buttoning the cuffs of his shirt. Daphne huffed. Ugh, it doesn't really matter. None of you care about me. I don't know why I'm friends with any of you. You're all such a bunch of whiny Slytherin brats. The timer above their heads flashed in a signal of completion, and it was Harry to leap up. I thought Hermione had left that room, you guys. And then now she's back because Theo was... He was in the hallway. Oh, wouldn't let her leave. Gotcha. Wouldn't let her leave. It was Harry to leap up, still taken aback by Daphne's outburst at him, and make his way over to the closet to retrieve Pansy and Luna. Blaze exchanged glances with Theo while Draco attempted to look anywhere else but at Hermione. It was Looney to emerge from the closet first. Her jumper turned back around to its front, hair even messier, and an aloof grin on her face. Girl is getting some tonight. That went quick. She exclaimed happily, taking back her spot next to Blaze. Pansy emerged next, perfectly kempt, aside from a flourish of purple hickeys down her neck and a flush on her cheeks. She tilted up her nose in an I'm-better-than-all-of-you fashion, combed her bangs through with her fingers, and cleared her throat. How was it? Theo asked excitedly. I haven't a clue what you mean. Pansy drawled, strolling back towards the circle. She walked with a slight wobble to her step as if her legs were made of jelly. <laughs> wow. What was that Ariana Grande song that was like, got me walking side to side? I always thought got it was- Got me wor- walking side to side. Yeah. But that's because she, that's yeah, like about sex, that. Yeah. yeah. She took Potter's place in the circle, leaving him to begrudgingly sit between Theo and Daphne. Uh-uh. Theo eyed the circle, staring at Pansy as she reached for the bottle. No way. You're not getting a turn this time. She scowled at him. Why ever not, Theodore? Because you just came from the closet. And don't call me Theodore. I've told you before. It's Theo. Luna got to spin after Blaze pulled her into a closet. Blaze wasn't actually playing, was he? He just took it upon himself to snatch up the kinkiest witch in the room. He winked at Luna. No offense, love. She smiled and hummed. I'm thinking, Theodore. I like it when you call me that. He doesn't like it when Pansy calls him that, but he likes it when Luna does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Draco looked at next in line. Should Pansy be eliminated? Oh, Hermione? He debated on whose side he wanted to be back. On the one hand, he desperately wanted to be back inside that closet with her. Once he got her alone, he might be able to set a few things straight. But on the other hand, the likelihood of her landing on him was slim at best. Fate wouldn't give them a second go around, not with the luck Draco possessed tonight. What if she landed on Blaze or Potter or Weasley? Six months separated and the redhead still acted like her personal lapdog despite their past. Was he the reason she left? Could it not have been Draco at all? Or rather, that Draco came up dull in comparison to the one who broke her heart in the first place? Beep, beep, <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Thank you. Six months, one evening ago, roughly 10 p.m., Draco had planned on betting Hermione Granger tonight. Mm-hmm. It was his plan from the beginning to seal the deal in case she should stay. But after her decision of staying was solidified with words, the desperation to move things quickly doused like a hot candle tossed in a bathtub full of ice-cold water. She would stay? Stay for him? Stay for them? Was this real? He blinked rapidly, panic shooting down his arms and legs. Pinch me. She laughed, her eyebrows wrinkling. What? Just do it. 
he added as an afterthought. Please. I really hope this isn't some sexual thing, <laughs> she muttered, capturing the skin of his form and pinching roughly. Draco winced. Ow! Instinctively, he glared and brought his arm up to his chest to protect himself. Yes, it tends to hurt when you get pinched, said Hermione. Your fingers are the strength of an Amazonian. Are you calling me Wonder Woman? Who? Never mind, Hermione smiled, tilting her head. Our first night out together, you pinched yourself then, too. Why? He rubbed at his sore skin, eyeing it over for bruising. You'll laugh. Maybe, but not at you. She patted him on the leg with you. I won't be laughing, he smiled, though less confident now. He considered it, took a moment to collect his thoughts, and admitted, Sometimes I have these dreams, he shrugged, as if this was just a passing thought in conversation. Dreams, said Hermione. Well, that's all right, isn't it? What are they about? You, said Draco. He thought she might laugh or be horrified or both, but instead she merely stared evenly into his eyes and smirked. Draco Malfoy dreams about someone other than himself? (laughs) A chuckle escaped his lips. Oh, I'm in them too. Don't be mistaken. His chest felt weighted like a brick was trying to smash its way onto his torso, but he ignored it. Some nights I dream about, well, it didn't take her long to put two and two together. Us. You dream about us. Uh, yes. He tugged at his collar. Suddenly it was much too hot in the room. He jumped up off the bed to open a window. As he unhooked the latch and swung the window open, he undid the cufflinks of his shirt too. Merlin, it was scorching. (laughs) What happens in your dreams? She asked. Her voice held on only curiosity and... Was he imagining it or was there playfulness there too? Mm. One look in her direction confirmed his suspicions. She had scooted back on his bed, resting her back against the headboard pinned between two pillows. Uh, Lots of things, he answered, feeling a smirk crawl up his lips. Octopus, bird box, (laughs) Christian. Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, (laughs) you. Tons of stuff. Good memory, Danny. (laughs) The metaphorical brick dropped to the floor, allowing him to breathe easy. You usually end up right where you are now, one way or another. Woo! He On t- a boat, through <laughs> India. <laughs> through India, having a secret wedding in a village. You know, all the stuff normal people normal stuff. dream about. He tucked his hands in his trouser pockets and drank in the sight of Hermione Granger lying atop his bedspread, her dress skirting pooling precariously over her thighs, and an innocent yet not-so-innocent smile perched atop her face. And then what? Great Salazar himself, was she trying to test his ability to remain still? Because he was sure if she said anything else or that dress move up just one more inch, he'd be on her in an instant. There is less clothes involved as well. She kicked off her heels and tossed them to the floor. He took a step forward. A bit more than that, Granger. No, no, he was trying to be chased, bloody damn it. He didn't need to rush this. He could handle himself. He could. Then why did he reach up to his shirt and begin to thread the buttons out of their loops, revealing his chest to her? Why did he continue to do so until his shirt was discarded like he would free all the house elves in the manor with it? (laughs) His feet carried him to the edge of the bed where he shucked off his dress shoes clumsily all whilst Hermione watched. He climbed onto the bed, crawling over to her, hooking a leg over her hip so that he pinned her with his weight. She didn't seem to mind. Her coffee-colored eyes glistened playfully back at him, though she kept her hands down at her side. What else? she asked, biting on her lower lip. Draco, like a wizard approaching a thestral, slowly raised his hand and cuffed her cheek, caressing his thumb along her cheekbone. Sometimes you talk. Other times you're crying. Whoa. There was something about her that made him tell the truth, though he knew better. You always ask me to help you forget. Forget? Sometimes it's the war. His other hand came up then and held the other cheek just as fragile. Other times it's Weasley. Once it was about your mother's cooking. He watched her smile at that. So you dream about my misfortune, she teased. He leaned forward while simultaneously guiding her face closer to his. I think you have it the other way around, Hermione. I dream about taking the pain away. <gasps> this is oh, so precious. He's a dream right now. I told you, I've watched you. He tugged on her lower lip with his teeth. 
You smile. You charm the room. But I see it in you because it's in me too. He closes eyes and brushes lips against hers, making her gasp. What do you see? She whispered. You're lost. He pressed a gentle kiss to her forehead, letting his lips remain there as he spoke. You're just another lost soul trying to find their way in the world after being forced to be a child soldier. <laughs> this is not sexual talk. <laughs> wow. she, he's going to accidentally talk as her he into going. Her he is. He's going to yeah. talk her into going. He inhaled the smell of her hair, allowing his fingers to trail down her neck, her shoulders, her arms, before he wrapped her in an embrace and held her tight against him. Hermione, much to his happiness, slinked her arms around his frame and held him back. Draco tucked her head under his chin, listening to the sound of her breathing. Is it that obvious? She asked. Not to those that don't feel the same. He moved his face down to whisper into her ear. I think it's what drew me to you. You understand the sacrifices made. You've seen the worst in me, and yet you still, shh, hold me, she said. And he did. He held her in his arms as he feared if he let go, she might disappear. He did release her once to shimmy them both under the blankets before cradling her against his chest and stroking lightly down her hair. The hand on the clock in the corner of his room moved to two in the morning in the blink of an eye. Hermione fell asleep some time ago, nuzzled into his chest, a leg tucked between his. Occasionally, she rubbed her cold feet against his ankles for warmth, and he fought back the urge to move. (laughs) He wanted to hold her like this and remember it. If he fell asleep, she might be gone. Around four in the morning, she stirred lazily from her snooze and untucked her head to peer up at him. Mm, Hi. Hello, he smiled. He stay up the whole night just watching her bloodshot <laughs> so eyes. So uncomfortable. Wow. With freezing ankles. <laughs> she wiped a bit of drool from the side of her mouth. Well, that's not embarrassing at all. Hermione, hmm, why did you and Weasley break it off? Oof. It was something that remained on his mind ever since their first outing. He hadn't wanted to bring it up in fear of reproach, but if she really was staying, well, he needed to know. She sighed, rubbing her fingers up and down his back. If, if you must know, Ron, I caught him fooling around with someone else. He was having sex with a chocolate cake when I came home. <laughs> Dick, seven layers deep. Oh. It took Draco a moment to process the words, someone else? You mean it wasn't mutual? I told everyone that to avoid the scandal. She chewed on the skin of her upper lip, refusing to look him in the eyes. Could you imagine what the papers would do if word got out? They'd have a field day. Mm. If Draco Malfoy got Ron Weasley alone in a dark corner, he'd have a field day. They'd be cleaning Weasley off the cement for months to come. I'd never do that to you, he stated, slipping a finger beneath her chin to tilt her head up, forcing her to look at him. You have my word on that. A single tear slid down her cheek. You can't promise me something like that. Too late, he smirked. I just did. The end of chapter Wow. Ooh. Emotions. So much emotion. Oh. Oh. Woo. You should see how we're all looking at each other right now, you guys. We are. Danny can't even snap. Danny forgot how to snap. Danny. Danny. Fingers. Danny fingers. (laughs) When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? I, what are we, guys? I'll say one neutral. I mean, it was sort of sexy, but it was kind of all contingent. Harry was kind of a dick. Mm -hmm. They ruined our song, (laughs) specifically. No, we know she eventually leaves, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still. Style. Well, I mean, Pansy and Loomis wow. is hot. That was hot. But that yeah, was brief. That was good. I didn't get a single square in my <laughs> Wango board. Nothing sexy happened in there. Um, I would also say I'm wand neutral because I appreciate the romance and the Where's your wand on the under the table fingering in public? I think I'm not wands up on that. Yeah. I guess it just depends. I don't think I liked that he kept doing it while Harry was talking. Yeah, that's what I mean. That. I think yeah. in general it's great, but... <laughs> Like right now, I'm like, that's oh, what I wish- bottomless breadsticks means at Olive Garden. <laughs> no pants. 
no pants. But yeah, I thought that was kind of a pushy move. It felt like a power move. You did. Yeah, it felt like old Draco. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one neutral too, but I'm very, I think he's being really sweet. I like the stars in his room. Yeah. Yeah, if it ended, it ended like, like that. I would have been maybe more wound up. It was wound up for them hooking up in the library. Because I could, yeah, that, that was good. Great. I think we're all just apprehensive about like what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. And Juan's down for Ron. I really thought that we were going to get an answer in this episode. Wow. How many total do we have? We have two more. Two more. Stuff. <gasps> Next week is the penultimate. Suspense, suspense, suspense. This is wonderful. Yeah, this is a great story. Wonderful. I love it. This wonderful. wonderful. Um, well, stay tuned. We've got the incredible songs yes. that will be wands up. We know yes. that. Yes. And as we just said, two episodes left. Holy shit. So don't forget, send in stuff, songs, emails, whatever it is, emails, the whole shebang. voicemails, cameos, cameos, <laughs> everybody. Yes. You guys can get Tom Felton. We will read another Draco story. Full we'll read, show. We'll read like four Draco yes. stories if we got Tom Felton. We will cosplay Draco. <laughs> we will act out the story. Allie will change her name too. <laughs> Tom Draco Lefever. Draco Lefever. <laughs> we love you. You guys are the best. Have a great See week. week. See ya. Bye. I don't know why. All my crappy friends planned this five-year reunion at my house, and I was dreading that Hermione would come, and dreading that she wouldn't, because when I see her, I start to feel things. I want to get it on. It's gonna burn for me to drink this, but I gotta take the shot. Fire whiskey's going down smooth, and damn you're looking hot. You went away for six months, and now I don't know where we stand. I know what I want, but do you feel the same way? Chocolate eyes staring up at me If I kiss you, Miney, will you hate me, Miney? I blame Blaze for all of this, yeah I think that we should get it on Want the feeling of you on my body I want you, but I know we're not alone Cause the party's right outside of this closet No privacy to get it on Get it on Wanna get it on Thank you, Golden Trio Uncle A wanted us to mention that the lyrics for this song came from a very, very old post in the Potterotics group, somewhere around season five or maybe even earlier. And he thinks that the lyrics came from Kaya. And if it wasn't from Kaya, it was definitely from another fellow Potterotic. So thank you for contributing. Just wanted to make sure we acknowledged all the folks that contributed to this beautiful song you're about to hear. Of jealousy, then you have the 
erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews. 